Yes, a special good evening to you wherever you're tuning in to the FIFA World Cup show. It's our special coverage of the 2021 African Cup of Nations in Gabon. And we're just coming from Yawunde, Olembe Stadium, where the Black Stars of Ghana drew with the Panthers of Gabon. That wasn't a game for the Stars. But we'll be going straight to African football experts, Mr. Justin Akowa, to discuss the game today also. The Taranga Lions of Senegal drew with Guinea. That game ended in a goalless draw. And Morocco beating Comoros by two goals to nil. And Malawi beating Zimbabwe by two goals to one. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are, and you are tuning in to this special episode of the FIFA World Cup show, it's our special coverage of the African Cup of Nations. And welcome to your most authoritative, educative, informative sports show on the calling platform. And without much ado, tonight we go straight to African football expert, Mr. Justin Akowa, to get his views on the game. Good evening, Mr. Justin. Good evening, Philip. How are you? Ah. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I am out of words from what happened in this last game. But I'm okay, I, I believe. That was a nevy, nevy, nevy finish for the Black Stars of Ghana. Did you anticipate that? Well, yesterday, as we spoke, I called, I called it that with the most objective score of this game will be 1-1. And... And I didn't and I didn't expect I didn't expect the one one to come in this manner. 
Well, because the performance didn't match the what what we saw. But then I believe I believe that it's a fair result for both teams. In fact, you gave the most pragmatic score line. You made you gave three score line that I remember. You said two one in favor of the Black Stars, one one or one zero. And until the eighty-eighth minute, we're heading for a lone goal from that brilliant and spectacular strike from Andre the Day Ayu. And uh, talking of Andre the Day Ayu, this is his tenth goal for the Black Stars at the African Cup of Nations. What do you make of that, uh, Akowa? Well, I believe it's an incredible feat. He's a he's a he's a charismatic player. He's a good captain. He is. He, you can you can feel his presence on the pitch, and you know and and as you know for Ghana, in in, in modern history for our big games he's our go-to guy, so then he always he always always answers, he always answers whenever we need him. But then, I think I think Andre Ayu is a big game player and a tournament player. Oh he yeah, play, he, he leaves he, he is, literally he leaves for for these games. Yeah, he is he is he is. But then I I, I think after the goal. He made he made a lot of bad decisions that showed that that still showed his deficiencies at at his current age and and that and 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 that probably cancelled out the impact he had by scoring that first goal. And uh, what do you think were some of the deficiencies, if you could mention it for the for the for our audience? Well, it is it is it is quite simple because if if you noticed before before the second half started, he was in the tunnel saying. The first twenty minutes, they shouldn't make mistakes, or they shouldn't make any. They shouldn't take any unnecessary risk. That's fair. You are leading by a goal to nil, but then that doesn't mean that you should sit back throughout the throughout the second half. And as and as you saw, Ghana played pragmatically in the second half. By by for him, he he should have made he should have made certain passes, and whenever he had the ball, whenever Ghana tried to counter, he was very slow to look for an available man for Ghana to progress the ball. So then all these things really just reduces his impact by the goal he scored because he just sports many of our attacks in the second half and, 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 and that showed a lot of pragmatism that they had set their mind to in the second half. Most definitely. And this is your most educative sports show. I want to give our audience the statistics for the game because of what uh, Mr. Justin Akowa is talking about in terms of pragmatism in the game. The stats, Gabon had possession 48%. The Black Stars of Ghana, 52%. In terms of total shots, 14 from Gabon, 6 from the Black Stars of Ghana. 10 chances were created, 6 for the Black Stars. 250 accurate passes from Team Gabon. The Black Stars had 275 accurate passes, 77 percentage of success, with Gabon 78%. Fouls conceded, Gabon 30, the Black Stars 21. Five corners for Gabon, three for Ghana, one offside for both sides. And with 14 shots, five off target for Gabon, four off target for Gabon. For Ghana, three on target with one scoring that leading to the equalizer. And the only shot we had on target was Andre Ayu's shot. What do you make of this, Mr. Kowa? As, as, 
as you can tell, we 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 were even though even though the statistics said that we were in control slightly more than the Gabonese, we we couldn't even have more shots in the game to even have more shots on targets than them. So then, so it is it is it is quite telling by what um, our our coach has done today. It's been. I really believe it's it has been bad all round for the Black Stars. Yes, yes, yes. Most definitely, we agree with you on that. And talking of Andre Ayu, he has the most Afcon tournament goals, and he joins an elite group of Cameroonian legend and current president of Cameroonian FA Samuel Eto with six goals, Zambian legend Kalusha Bwala with also six goals, and our very own Baby Jets Asamwajan, also with six goals, and Andre Ayu, also today, has six goals. Most AFCON with a goal. These are top generational talents. And in that other game that was played earlier in the day between two Liverpool Giants and Sergio Mane and Nabi Keita, it ended in a goalless, goalless draw. And we'll get Mr. Akowa's view on that game. But before we take Mr. Akowa's view, Mr. Akowa, hold your fire. Let's take the highlights of that game. Do you just get a sense, even from the very first game that Senegal played, that they had set up their stall in, in the right way? In terms of setup, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at what the, the threat that Guinea poses, especially mm. down the down the down the wings. Our referee from Ethiopia, Balaku Tesama, gets us underway then. Still not away though, another good charge down here from Seydouso, the centre-back, and he plays it forward, and there's a chance now for the counter-attack. Keita, good ball into the middle, chance for Mariba, and surely, great chance! And somehow the ball goes wide! Well, it was a fantastic ball out of defence by Seydou. So, Nabir Keita fed it into the middle to Mariba. He fed it into Guila Vogi. And unfortunately for him, two defenders arriving in white shirts and a good save from the Sani Deng, who has nearly made it. In this game between two sides, neighbours, the West African neighbours, once more with the set piece decides to take it short this time into Cis Cis with a great ball in and a great save over the top by Ali Keita nobody picked up Abud Yalo at all in the middle well that's up one good save each now by the two keepers on the pitch from where were all the Guinea defenders good tackling Mane Senegal here with a good run forward a little bit of a pull back perhaps the referee has allowed it to go Mane tries the shot and it's blocked down no way through there for Boulaidia and in the end it's well kept by the goalkeeper Ali Keita Senegal with the chance of coming forward, all oh, that's worked out well for Sadio Mane. It was a loose pass to start with, but a brilliant piece of skill that came afterwards. There's a chance here now. Saar comes back inside, and a chance to take it 1-0, and it's gone wide. 
Real chance there for the Bayern Munich man to open the scoring. Well, it was Mane who got through. He ran into space through two men, fed it out to Bunasan. Lovely turn back inside, but unfortunately for him. And he won't even have time to do that. It's a goalless draw here in uh, Bufa Seram between Senegal and Guinea. That game ended in a goalless draw in Bufa Sam between the Taranga Lions of Senegal and their Guinean counterparts. That was a regional derby in there. And Senegal has always had the better of Guinea in this regional derby. And one player that inspired Guinea today was the man of the match and Liverpool teammate of Sergio Mani, Nabi Keita, the skipper of the side. This is his second man of the match award. Mr. Kowa, what do you make of that game? For me, um, Philip, I will slightly disagree with you with this game because I, I, I really believe that Senegal, even, even though they've been suffering still with their COVID um, cases, uh, they, they, they didn't live up to the task till probably the second half where they tried to dominate for about, I think, about 10 to, for a 10 to 15 minute stretch. That was probably in the beginning of the second half. That's where they were more dominant. But then, for most of the first half, for most of the first half, the Guineans showed a lot of attacking prowess by one of their, I think, their left wing back, Isai Gama and Saila also. He was very good in, was very good in helping the Guineans go forward. And I think even even with the whole game, looking looking at the whole game, the Guineans had the most the best chance of the game, which I think they should have put away. And um, Moriba did his um, Moriba did his part. They actually played very well, and and I believe they should have made the best out of the chances they got in the first half, because the because the Senegalese didn't look that threatening to be able to to be able to um, affect the affect the Guineans as expected. And I think this is one of this one of the this one of the most um, poor performances from. Sadio Mane because I really believe Sadio Mane stands out whenever the Teranga Lions are playing. But today he didn't really look at he didn't really look like the player he is meant to be. So this so this was one this was one bad performance from the Senegalese. But it is to be expected as their opponents play equally well. And this is something that the Senegalese should work on. Most definitely, this is something that the Senegalese should work on. And in that group, which is Group B, Guinea top with four points, Senegal second with four points, Malawi with three points, Malawi beating neighbors Zimbabwe by two goals to one. They will take excerpts of that game and will come back to our studios and to hear from African football expert and legend in sports analysis. Mr. Justin Akowa's view on that game. Let's take highlights of the Malawi-Zimbabwe game. Well, it's a two-man up front. And it looks as though it's a 4-3-3, but they could easily be a 3-5-2 as well. Into a more attacking lineup. Away we go then. It's Malawi kicking off in all red and uh, going from left to right in this 
First half, two sides that lost their opening salvos. Well, it's a game that is waiting to rip apart. We haven't quite got there yet. You can feel it coming, though. Good ball in. Oh, that's a wonderful header. Consider the game ripped open. Zimbabwe finally in front. And it's Wadi who finally takes one of the chances he's had in this first half. Kakobwe just couldn't get up in time to get there. And Zimbabwe have the lead in their second game of Group B at the African. Been around the South African scene over the last few years. It was actually Zimbabwe coach back in 2011. This is a Malawi though on the attack! The equaliser from the man brought in to provide the goals for Malawi. Gabardino Mahango has done exactly that. Mahango's 13th goal of his international career that started all the way back in 2012. Yaba feeds it into the man who set up the first goal. Murado once more picked up by Madinga. Madinga goes for goal! And that might have just shaved the outside of the post. Mayuba, it was a bit of a lucky rebound, but uh, a great shot did indeed hit the outside of the post as it went wide. So close. Some good news in this uh, COVID challenge during Malawi in times where a negative test for Petro and Foggia, who are on the bench today. As a result, oh, could be a chance here, but Hong goes in again, and he scored! Poaching at the highest order from Mahango. Completely exposed there by the hesitation in front of him. And what was a great start at the beginning for Zimbabwe has now gone all wrong. The referee probably will blow when this goes into the air. No, he doesn't. We carry on a bit, but again, he's at the wrong end of the pitch. The referee raises the whistle to his lips and blows for full time, and it's victory for Malawi. That was a 2-1 victory for Malawi. Justin, what do you make of this game? It is, it's, it's, it is impressive by the Malawians, as we all know. Um, their preparations towards this tournament, how difficult it has been for them, and and how and even even with even with the difficulty, how they were able to how they were able to even face how they how they were able to play against Guinea in the first group game, and now they had their star man, the man to look out for, that's Gabadino Mahango, as I as 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 I as, um, as I spoke about because he was. Because he was seen, he was seen to be a player who was a bit off form and was looking to use the Afcon to be able to show that he is still he is still there. And as and from his two goals, there was very elite movement on the first strike because look at how look at how he anticipated a cross and just applied a very delicate finish. And look at the resilience on the second goal as he had to run, as he had to run from a bit. Um, behind to be able to win the ball and and lob the ball over the Zimbabwean keeper. So it is so it was so it was a very it was a very inspired performance and he looked like he was out for blood and 
he 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 achieved what he, 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 he could you could see clearly that he achieved what um he was he he um, he played for today and uh, and deservedly he won the man of the match today too. Definitely and for the purposes of our audience, Bagadino Mahango plays his club football with Orlando Pirates in South Africa. He's twenty nine years of age and today he scored his 14th international goal for Malawi. He scored two goals, 13th and 14th international goal for Malawi in a career that started in 2012. That was a very impressive performance. And for Team Zimbabwe, who was your standout player even though they lost Mr. Kowa? For Team, for team Zimbabwe... For Team Zimbabwe, I would I would actually I would actually give it to their midfielders once again because their midfielders did very well in this game, and they and they and they and they tried and they tried very well. Especially um, they have a winger, a wide the left wide midfielder Bruce Kangwa. He was he was very good and and he tried and he tried very well, and even and and even though and I would I would say this thing. They have this star player, um, Tino Kadweri of um, Olympic Lyon. He he has and he was the player that everyone looked out for to be able to live up to the hype, but he hasn't been able to. So then the local players are stepping in and they're actually putting in a well good, um, a well inspired performance. But then you you can see that with the two goals they conceded, the Zimbabweans have lacked a lot of detail in terms of concentration because these 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 two goals are in goals that should be considered at the highest level of football. Definitely these two goals are in two goals are in the goals that should be considered at the highest level of football. And today in the other group game in group C, the Atlas Lions beat Comoros Island by two goals to nil. And with that scoreline, Morocco have booked their place to the round of 16, joining host nation Cameroon. We'll take highlights of that game and we'll come back to our studios for a detailed analysis of that game. El Kabi is one of the players who's uh, just come back from uh, isolation after testing positive for COVID-19. The severe striker Yusuf El Nesri and Faud Bashiru charismatic uh, former Nottingham Forest midfielder also into the side for uh, today's lineup against countries who uh, weren't allowed to play they use their home stadiums to spike their chance here for Morocco and a good block Alcabi with the initial effort yes another one and in the back of the net it is the opening goal for the Moroccans from Amala for Amala Goalkeeper came out, this was the block, and then Amala picking it up, giving himself a bit of space. You watch the hamstrings there with those uh, kickouts. Now, header opportunity, thunders against the underside of the bar. Let's have a look at it again. Here comes the corner, Sice unchallenged. Laid back, this might be an opportunity. Players are queuing up, another save and a follow-up, still not over the line. What's the decision from the referee? 
Oh, they were queuing up. First opportunity, excellently saved. The follow-up surely crossed over the line there. Surely there must be some more goals in this game. Mr. Kowa, just before we continue with the highlights, what do you make of that quadruple save from the Comoros Island goalkeeper? Um, Salim Ben Ben Boima was very amazing, and even with the quadruple save, he made seven seven um, successful saves today. So then that means that within this game, his his man of the match performance had had to do in um, was was accounted for in like a fifteen minute stretch of the second half where he was immense and massive. I think it, I think it's been I think for me it's, it was a better a better goalkeeping performance than the um, Sierra Leonean um, goalkeeping performance that one man of the match because this was because this this performance today was one of the best that I've seen in Africa in a very very long time long time and I definitely agree with you on that even though Comoros lost that game by two goals to nil and they lost that game by chance of experience that Atlas Lions were more superior on the day and Definitely, in the AFCON, Comoros Island will need to grow their experience in the tournament. Remember, they are 132nd on the FIFA ranking. And this is apparently one of their earliest appearances at the AFCON. At the AFCON. And with this scoreline, that leaves Group C wide open until the final group games that will be played next week. Morocco topped the group with six points. By this, they've already qualified from the round of 16. And after today's 1-1 draw with the Black Stars of Ghana, the Panthers of Gabon are second on the log with four points. And talking of the Panthers of Gabon, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang didn't play and was not part of that game today. And Team Gabon had this statement to say that Confederations of African Football, according to CAF Medical Commission, the players Pierre-Emerick Obimayang, Axel Meyer, Mario Lamina, barely out of the COVID, cannot take part in this match. The examinations show cardiac liaisons and CAF did not want to take any risk. But prior to coming into the studios, we connected with Pierre-Marie Kabimayang and he stated clearly he is fit and he's doing very well. And we expect him to play a part in that last game against the Atlas of Lions next week. And for the third on the log in Group C is the Black Stars of Ghana with one point and Comoros with zero points. Mr. Kowa. Where is the journey for Black Stars? Where do the Black Stars go from here? Now, I I believe that even though the performance was bad, uh, um, right now the tournament rules have provided a very good opportunity for third place teams to qualify. Um, a few third place teams to qualify if you if you finish with a high number of points. Thankfully. As at now, Ghana have a point at least. So then, they so then the projection probably is now should Ghana be able to engage themselves in a very 
high-scoring win versus the Comoro Islands. They can even finish second um, with with um, they can finish second with the hope of the Moroccans losing to the A, the Gabonese losing to the Atlas Lions of Morocco. So then, even though even though even though we are disappointed, uh, there is hope. Hope hope isn't lost because. I don't think I don't think there'll be many teams there'll be many teams that will qualify with four points. I think there'll be more third um third place teams that will qualify with three points than four points. So now Ghana just have to be very hopeful and clinical and and very and very good in terms of um performances to be able to get a good win versus the Comoros Islands. Definitely. And to get that good win versus the Comoros Island. Um, reading many commentaries on Twitter before coming into the studios. Many Ghanaians are not happy with the Serbian tactician, Milovan Rajivak. What did you make of his tactics in this tournament? Many believe he's been more reactive, he's been more passive and reactive than active in the, in the game. What do you think? I believe I, I would, I would, I would I agree to some extent. But then, for me, I am just quite disappointed with how the in-game management has been happening. So, as as I as I hoped, as I hoped, um, the game um, in the in the previous episode, I said that it will be best if we play Andre Dayu, the captain, up front, so that he has um, a little to no involvement with our build-up play, which 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 seems to be the case. Uh, in the in the initial in the initial um, exchange of the game, but then you could you could see that from the forty fifth from the forty sixth minute in the second half going, Ghana Ghana had a certain tactical tweak that was very weird because we played our number ten, who 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 is one of the highest assist providers in the Bundesliga too. We played him in a deeper role and offered and we offered um, Thomas Partey. Who is who has more of who has more of a, um, a defensive midfield knowledge? We offered um, we offered him the chance to play up front. That means that our number ten Daniel Daniel Tre was cleaning up for Thomas Party, and that was quite disappointing to see as a as a as a football fanatic because you hardly you hardly see this in cup tournaments that someone who is more who is more um, knowledgeable to play in a DM. Is playing in an attacking role, and someone who has more attacking instincts is playing in a defensive role. So then, that was very bad, and and I believe, and I think we have to mention this again about the use Even though they help, they 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 have they have the tendency to be liabilities, and we should we should we should be able to call a spade a spade and take them out when needed, and and. And and I and I believe that Jordan Ayu wasn't offering a lot in the second half, and it was really unfair for Kamaldin Suleimana to go off instead of Jordan Ayu. Jordan Jordan Ayu. And uh, talking of the two Ayus, the coach waited until the 88th minute when Gabon had grabbed the equalizer to bring in those late substitutions, taking off Andre and Jordan again. Do you think those substitutions should have been come should have made earlier on in the game and would have made any impact in the in the outcome eventual outcome of the game? 
yes, I I I I believe that it should have been made earlier because we we, we could tell that even mm. even though you could see that Ghana wanted to Ghana wanted to keep the ball up front as early as the 83rd minute, we saw the day you running the ball into the corner flank of the Gabonese and 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 I think that and I think that alone was an indicator to show that he wasn't he he most likely wasn't up to speed in terms of fitness in the late part of the game and it would have been it would have been better or it would have been a more um it would have been a convenient um um option that we should have brought on a player who had who had a lot of stamina and would have been strong and been able to keep the ball up front if that was if that was the intended game plan so then and, it was very bad from us and talking of bad play coach Milovan Rajivak news just coming in from the press conference rate straight and live from Cameroon I read our player Daniel Kufitre was being treated and our players kicked the ball out of play and Gabon were supposed to kick the ball as a fair play demands and that led to a scaffold between Benjamin Tete and the Gabonese players, with which Benjamin Tete has been shown the red card. He was called in the, from the dressing room to be shown the red card. What do you make of that assessment from Coach Milovan Reichvak and Benjamin Tete's actions? I mean, um, Coach, Coach Milovan may have a point uh, regarding what the Gabonese did after, after Benjamin after Daniel Kofichre got injured, but then we have to we have to look at the facts of we have to look at the facts of the game. If Ghana did very well, or Ghana did better in the final third in terms of taking their chances and and passing to the best available options, I don't think we would have been even in the position to have complained about this. And because and because and because this has gone to the and because this has um, um, this has gone to affect us poorly, he he would he would raise he would raise the point of Ghana, not um, the Gabonese not showing fair play in that instance, and 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 I believe with with what the Black Stars did at the end of the game, that was a terrible showing. It is it is I think the anger is 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 warranted, but to take it out on on a on a Gabonese player to the extent of punching him in the face, I don't think that was very that was very good behavior from the, the Ghana the Ghana Black Stars. Definitely that that is not a sportsman like behavior and on this show we do not encourage such actions from the players. And just before we wrap up with the show tonight, tomorrow in group D we have Nigeria play Sudan. Guinea Bissau play Egypt. Egypt lost to Nigeria in their opening game. Sudan and Guinea-Bissau drew in their first game, goalless draw. Going into that game, what do we expect, Mr. Kowa? We expect we expect that the the bigger teams in 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 in, in that group take advantage because, as you know, for for Egypt, it looks like Carlos Queiroz has a point to prove. To the African continent and especially to the Egyptian, to the Egyptian hopefuls, because after the game against Nigeria, there were there were a lot of there were a lot of um, talks about um, the Egyptian fans being angry as to why he didn't include 
Magdi, um, also known as Afsha, popularly known as Afsha of Alali, and yeah. Tarek Hamed of Alali. So then you can uh, you you can tell that you can tell that it is it has made it has made a lot of Egyptian fans angry, and they will look and they will look to and they will look to do this, they they will look to do better, or play at least three levels higher than they did. Um, against against the people from Guinea Bissau, and for the Nigerians, they are in they are in a, they are in a comfort zone. Um, currently, as we all know, they 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 showed a very great performance. But Augustine Egwabon has has spoken about treating every game like a final. So then, we should believe that they are not going to take they are not going to take the game against um, the Sudanese lightly. They are going to go out and perform very well, and you should see. Probably close to a nine over ten with ten over ten performance tomorrow from the Super Eagles and from the Pharaohs of Egypt. We'll see a ten over ten performance. And wherever you are tuning in to the special coverage of the African Cup of Nations, right here on your calling platform, wherever you are, this is your most authoritative sports show to get all the exclusives that you need to know about the 24 teams currently locking horns far away in Douala, Yaoundé, Cameroon for the 33rd edition of the African Cup of Nations. And before we wrap up, we have highlights of that game between the Black Stars of Ghana and Gabon. And we'll take that before we say goodbye to you. Tactically, they uh, will be looking to play a 4-3-3 formation, although I think uh, you'll probably find they'll be a little bit more defensive. Coffee Chile coming in for Joseph Pinsel. For the rest, it's the same lineup that started against Morocco. There was some speculation about Dede Ayu. Continue one day ahead of the uh, game. Morocco, of course, have already moved on to six points. Gabon can join them if they win as well. That would put uh, Ghana in serious peril. Number one jersey, pretty much just before this tournament. Archie comes in again, a little confusion and a chance to get a shot in. And there might be a great opportunity here. I think the supporters will be pleased with that. Now, there they are, you. Good turn. Is he going to get the shot in? That is a strike of some power. Super, super, super goal from Dede Ayu. There was a lot of talk about dropping him before the game. He has come back with a big answer. That's how you respond to the critics. Blast at home, leading from the front. Just the goal they were looking for. How he turned the defender, but look at the power on that shot. You don't really see it in the slow-mo. It was like a bullet. Black Stars have the lead. Ghana are back. What a turn from Ayu. What a finish. This is amongst the better goals we've seen at this competition. And it's a big answer from... Uh, Dede Ayu. Amonome is fairly inactive in the second half. Is he going to be required now? Jordan Ayu. That's not a bad little effort. Almost 90 minutes of strong punishment. Now he has a chance for Gabon. It's a tight angle. It's an equaliser. Alevinha scores with just two minutes to go. And the situation is completely changed now in this group. Alevina with a left foot across the goalkeeper, Wallacott. 
and into the back of the net. And Gabon. Zedeai, who uh, hasn't stopped talking from minute one to the end. There it is, a one-all draw. Gabon have snuck it at the end. They share the spoils. Big celebrations for Patrice Nouveau and his staff. Four points should be enough to get them into the next round. Yes, that is it for today and our special coverage of Group B and Group C at the ongoing African Cup of Nations. Mr. Kowa, thank you so much for those brilliant submissions on the show. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we'll leave our audience with our theme song for the 2021 African Cup of Nations that says we stand for Africa and we hope our players will continue to stand united and put up good performances and most importantly, act like good sportsmen. On this show, we encourage people to act responsibly. Dream big, believe, pray and achieve. Until same time Sunday, we wish you all a lovely, lovely, lovely weekend. We stand for Africa. Takes us all.